This is Robert Merglacci, Chief Digital Curator of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology e-magazine. This podcast is brought to you by C21 Canada, Canadians for 21st Century Learning and Innovation. I'm honoured to have joined me this afternoon for a Mindshare Learning Moment. Victor Rivero, Editor-in-Chief of the EdTech Digest e-magazine. Victor tells the story of 21st Century Learning and Innovation. He has toured the country with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He has written for and edited or contributed to American School Board Journal, Edutopia, Converge, District Admin, School Administrator, Internet of Schools, and various other publications. He has provided consulting and editorial support to the Consortium for School Networking, COSIN, and oversees uh, the annual EdTech Digest Awards Recognition Program. ACA, the EdTech Awards, featuring Cool Tool, Leadership, and Trendsetter Awards. You can connect with Victor at victor at edtechdigest.com. Victor, thank you for joining me this afternoon. You're welcome. Well, congratulations on uh, announcing uh, the recent awards. Uh, they're, they're be- they become uh, quite highly anticipated uh, over the years. So what inspired uh, the awards? Uh, great question, and uh, and thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I feel a responsibility to acknowledge people uh, working, with, especially people working in and around education. And, uh, you know, these are the people that inspire others, and they really want others to succeed. They're, they're not celebrities, uh, but maybe they should be. So we feature innovators, leaders, and trendsetters, and this includes educators and also companies providing solutions to educators, many of whom have been educators themselves or include educators on their team. And this is our seventh year. Fantastic. And uh, what, what trends have you noticed over the years in the U.S. and globally with the, the evolution of your awards? Well, I think that EdTech is being taken more seriously. At the, at the same time, I think that people are, are having more fun with it. and cultural paradigm shift. Uh, I've written before that, you know, chalkboards, they're giving way to smart boards, desktop clutter to digital clean, disparate data systems to dashboard clarity, and isolated teachers to connected educators. Uh, There's just way more conferences, there's more coverage, there are more investors, more money, more incubators, and more startups. Well, that's that's interesting. You you note that in the in my last top ten issue that we put out last week, I talked about the promise of that tech in it not being fully realized, to, really to its fullest potential, and that we're on the cusp of something huge in uh, uh, as we approach twenty twenty. I, I don't see that we've harnessed the power with respect to, you know, the dream of seamless technologies where kids no longer lug around their 30-pound backpacks because I have one of those at home still. And, uh, you know, I was hoping for that 10 years ago. So the reality is things don't always happen overnight, do they? No, 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 they don't. But I, 
that Absolutely. And it will strengthen numbers and strengthen people, really. Um, I think across the country and across the world, um, you asked about U.S. and globally, so uh, across the country and the world, there are innovation hubs that have emerged and taken shape. Um, you know, Learn Launch, 1776, Imagine K-12, a lot of stuff in New Orleans, uh, Chicago, New York. I'm really from Austin to Boston and, and over in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Yeah, D.C. area has it. I mean, you just kind of look anywhere, including, you know, over, over the pond in London. I mean, EdTech Europe conference now. Uh, even Asia, Africa, and South America are starting to uh, also awaken. And it, it isn't just technology-inclined teachers or tech-savvy superintendents anymore. Everyone now recognizes that uh, a strategic, well-done approach to tech use in education is right. vital. Uh, it's the future. Um, EdTech is more, it's more than a strong niche. It's really going mainstream. You know, I found it interesting. There was an international uh, conversation happening in the UK, in London, uh, just this week. I caught on Twitter. And they were debating the merit of EdTech. And they were the for and against, and they ended up voting. And ultimately, you know, the, the ed tech supporters won, but it was hotly contested, I have to say. And I, I was, I guess, not surprised in some ways because some of the research hasn't, you know, it's been uh, anecdotal, not, you know, um, uh, research-based in a lot of ways. Unless, Are you seeing more concrete evidence that it's making an impact on student success? Beyond engagement? Yeah, I, I think that's a funny, it's a funny, um, funny that they had a sort of a pro-con thing. I think there's a little bit of illogic just in having a pro and con sort of debate. Yeah. I, I appreciate a good debate, but, um, you know, in a way, I'll just say, in a way, I agree with them. Uh, we should be wary of technology. There should be a part of your life with no technology. Driving, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mean the autonomous car? Because I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, see, when I, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, even that, like, when I say that driving should have no technology, I mean, I'm really talking about technology equaling a smartphone. Um, but, like you, you just said, these cars these days, they, they drive themselves. They're very high-tech. Even just a, you know, a, a late-model car is... Absolutely. Not entirely. There's too much potential. We just need to realize it. 
Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And I, I wonder if, uh, you know, these incubation facilities or workspaces like the one we're developing in in uh, the greater Toronto area, you know, the Marinche workspaces, is this partly inspired by the need to, for people to actually come together and connect face-to-face -face versus virtually only? I think uh, the more technology we have, the more humanity we need, the more humans. Yeah. You know, we're never going to get rid of the humans. Yeah. <laughs> Man versus machine, it's kind of, uh, there's going to be a peaceful coexistence and we, we, you know, I think humans are great. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, so, with respect to the uh, the EdTech Awards, um, you know, who jumps out at you as uh, emerging leaders uh, these days? You have a number of categories, and that's one of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, let's see. I Just off the top of my head, I think Steve, Steve Wander, from, from uh, co-founder of FreshGrade, he's a uh, you know, FreshGrade Canadian company, um, yeah. rapidly growing company. Uh, I know Steve well. He's, he's, he also created uh, yeah. MetaBridge uh, Tech Retreat. Very smart guy. I, I think yeah. smart. I think smart is really two parts. It's it's you and then you with others. Like how how you interact. It's how well you get along with others and listen to them and how you how well you communicate and lift people up and inspire them. You can take away and you can give and, and people who give a lot get a lot. So you're smart that way. And, People naturally follow the lead because you can sense you'll do well with them, and I, I think you know, a person like a person like Steve is, is, is one of those. Um, there, there's a lot of people out there like that. That that's awesome. And um, so, any surprises in this year's uh, winners? Uh, good question. Um, well, we've had our eye on them for a little while, so it's not entirely surprise. Um, but Flipgrid has really taken off. Flipgrid? Flipgrid? F-L-I-P-G-R-I-D, Flipgrid. Yeah, what What do um, they provide? Uh, yeah, Flipgrid is, it, 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 uh, it's a way to record videos to spark discussions, and um, it's, uh, it, it really amplifies student voice. Um, it, it builds a community, but it does it through the use of video. And it's really easy to use. Um, uh, Charlie Miller, he's a designer, and his team really took a good idea and they, and they ran with it. And I think it looks like it has legs of its own now. I, I think they're growing at something like 800%. Wow. It'll be, yeah, be interesting to see how they manage it at this stage of rapid growth, but they're solid, and I think they're going to do very well. Now, is it an actual tool? Is it uh, hardware or is it software? It's software. It's something where you will, uh, students record short videos. Uh, a teacher can use it to spark discussions. Um, they can even uh, save the videos, but it brings people together. Um, and it, it allows a teacher to, uh, to interact, like, one-on-one -on -one or with groups. And it's, it's very intuitive. It's very, you kind of have to, it's one of those things you, you, you have to use it. Yeah. And then it's like uh, there's just little fans all over the place uh, because it, it's so it's so easy and effective. It's one of those oh, kind of no brainer. Very cool. I have to check that out now. Uh, 
any uh, hardware type of tools the jumbo that that were that impressed this year yeah uh, well, you know here's a, when you say jump out I I kind of thought of uh, Z space now that's sort of a blend of hardware and software but um uh, you know there's a stylus there's a screen you put on these 3d glasses like in the old 3d movie theater kind of experience um, but when you do that and I think you, maybe you have tried this yourself at a, like a conference or something yeah. or a classroom but playing around with Z-Space it's um, that's one of my favorite uh, technologies it uh, you, you can hold a human heart in your hand and you can kind of rotate it and turn oh, it around oh that's cool so is it like uh, uh, AR like augmented reality so to speak or yeah you, there's an image right there the only thing is the image you know, it's kind of like a little ghost image. Um, right. It's crystal clear, and you can, you can, when you look at it, it's like it's right there in front of you, except for it sort of doesn't exist. And uh, that's cool. And, and it's so fun. Yeah. Oh God, it's like it's really cool to to play with that kind of stuff. Are there any startups that caught your attention? Yes. Uh, Elad Shoshan uh, is a former basketball player. He's a real innovator. Oh. Uh, from MIT. Yeah, he's from uh, the MIT Cambridge Boston Entrepreneurial Ecosystem. Cool. And he had an idea. Oh, yeah. Yep. He, he had an idea to create the world's most advanced mobile learning platform uh, to connect students to opportunities. And that's it's called Ready For, like the numeral four. Yeah, Ready For. Yep, and they, they have like some somewhere over a million users in nearly every country, and I just think it's fascinating. Um, here's a guy, he uh, he had this idea and and then just ran with it, and and it just took off. Good for him. I'll I'll have to uh, check that one out as well. It, you know, it sounds like we should uh, do this on a regular basis because it's kind of cool sharing uh, tips on uh, the latest trends and. Uh, Who's leading the way? Can you name some of the more consistent performers? You know, it's hard to stay at the top. It's hard to stay on the radar screen of educators. And there are a few that have managed to transition in the digital age. Going from analog to digital or print to digital is not an easy process, is it? A lot of companies have gone by the wayside. You know, they're on my radar up here in Canada. They do a really good job at uh, meeting the needs of educators and in, in, uh, in, in the new uh, paradigm, as you talk about, for sure. Yep, yep. And, you know, there's more, too. I mean, I could go on for a while. Like, uh, well, Mark you, Kent, you, yeah. Yeah, and I noted uh, some, uh, if I could just mention some of the Canadian companies, I noted Nariva with their SPAN system, Edspe, uh, Smart Technologies, to name a few Canadian companies that uh, made the list. Uh -huh. Yeah, and, and I'll get back to some American companies now that now I'm 
Yeah. What about D two? How's D two L? D two L is one of those consistent performers uh, that I noted is also on the list. D two L Brightspace. Uh, yeah, John Baker. Baker. Yep. Yeah. Now that whole LMS platform space is really getting congested in in a I think a challenge going forward. You got Canvas on the scene. That's a cloud based solution. What do you make of that whole space? You know, there's that pent-up desire for a seamless, you know, solution that's going to be at the fingertips of teachers and parents. And um, are, are, are we, I mean, there's pockets of innovation. I sense that we still got a bit of ways to go because the teachers might not be there and it costs, it's expensive. Yeah, fantastic. Well, this has been uh, so insightful, Victor, and I really appreciate your time today. But before we wrap up, I, I have to congratulate you on uh, on the new uh, Secretary of Education. Congratulations, uh, Betsy DeVos. Is there a lot of excitement uh, about her coming on the scene? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I wasn't the one that appointed her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was being I somewhat facetious, but. Uh, I was, I was. You, you didn't see my facial expression, but somewhat, yes. You know, but there, you know, there's also, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that uh, see beyond what vested interests. Um, you know, there's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to wait. I don't really want to wade into politics here too deep. Yeah, yeah. But if anything, sometimes shaking the apple tree is not a bad thing, right? I, I said sometimes shaking the apple tree or apple cart uh, is not a bad thing. Uh, you know, uh, there there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, passion that's being exhibited, and that's not a bad thing because I think passion is something that's really important when you're inspiring people and kids. So hopefully it translates into some good things going forward on a serious yeah, note. Yeah, and it's kind of a small world. I mean, it can be a small world in education, especially ed tech. And so, you know, there, there are a lot of good people doing good things. And I think if we, when we focus on uh, rightnesses and things that are they're workable, um, then there can be some middle ground and there can be, uh, there, there's room there to, uh, to do good things. Absolutely. With that, any final thoughts to share with our audience as it relates to leadership, learning, and technology in the 21st century? Well, I would refer them to edtechdigest.com and uh, 
you know, there's a lot of good reading there, a lot of a lot of good reading in EdTech these days in general, just because uh, there's more energy and more focus, and it's really exciting times uh, for, for not just EdTech, but this greater cultural shift that's happening. And, and I think education is really one of the greatest fields of human endeavor because it fuels all other fields, and so I think we're in... We're in the right place at the right time, and we got a lot of lot of excitement and opportunity ahead. So uh, I'm I'm excited. With that, I thank you again, Victor, for your time this afternoon. Pleasure. That was Victor Rivero, Editor-in-Chief of the EdTech Digest e-magazine. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get your latest issue of the Mindshare Learning Report. My name is Robert Mertolacci, Chief Digital Curator of the Mindshare Learning Report. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.